I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Momology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. And this week, our Mahogany Mom of the Week is Karen Griffin. Karen constantly teaches the community about the history of jazz at the American Jazz Museum in Kansas City. Her daughter says she worked full-time and took care of two girls as a single mom. Karen, as her daughter praises, quote-unquote, is an angel, loving, giving, and God-fearing. Thank you, Karen, for brightening all of our day. Congratulations, sis. And our sponsor this week, this episode is actually sponsored in part by Hack Electronics. Based in Dallas, they focus on making STEM learning fun for kids ages 5 and up. For after school, weekends, and camps, your kids will see the amazing ways their lives are impacted by STEM. Get 10% off on classes by using the word MOMOLOGY at checkout. You can check them out by going to www.hackelectronics.com. And now, on to our show. Black hair and hair culture has been a form of political activism for centuries, decades. When Black women are forced to cover our heads, we wore beautiful head wraps, highlighting our beauty even more, um, but penalized for our creativity and originality. To the 1960s, when certain types of hairstyles were pictured equivalent to the resistance, um, a little bit later, the advertisement presence shifted in the late 19, I would say 1960s to the, I don't know, maybe early um, 80s, 90s, where it emphasized black hair as being more relaxed. Or we saw a lot of commercials um, with our hair care, Just Relax. We all know the Just For Me jingle. I was about to say, Just For Me. <laughs> black women, once again, were resisting the traditional <laughs> relaxed look to its natural and cultural representation of curly, kinky hair and braids and cornrows. So now the U.S. government isn't too keen on black women being autonomous of our hair and our bodies obviously. Oh. Some can make that argument about um, that presence overseas as well. Mm -hmm. Schools in the military have placed discriminatory hair policies due to lack of understanding and cultural insensitivity to our Black and Brown individuals. So, of course, the battle between our autonomy and Black hair care remains. Mm -hmm. Today, we're discussing the most recent piece of legislation out of California, um, called the Crown Act, and that is the acronym, which was created in support of banning these hair policies. So how does this act um, translate to us as success in the workforce? What are we teaching our daughters about their hair? And what are we teaching our sons as acceptable beauty? Fabulous. I know, girl. US. So go ahead and talk about what the Crown Act is. Sure. So the Crown Act, and that's C-R-O-W-N, actually is an acronym. It's Create a Respectful and Open Workplace for Natural Hair. It's an act, uh, or is what they're referring to it. Now, in California, it's referred to as SB 188. Now, there's some other states who have different... Um, numbers or, you know, legislation to it, but it's it's basically a California law that prohibits discrimination based on hairstyle and hair texture by extending protection for both categories under the FEHA and the California Educational 
code. It is the first legislation passed at the state level in the United States to prohibit such discrimination. Now, this was actually introduced and signed into law um, by Senator Holly uh, J. Mitchell. She's actually out of the District of 30. Um, and that particular district, just FYI, if you're trying to figure out, oh, what, you know, where in California is this, is the Bay Area or what have you, that's actually the San Fernando Valley of the Los Angeles County area, kind of eastern semi-hills Ventura County, for those of you who are on the geographics. Um, now, moving a little bit, Further in time, New York jumped on this as well and has been championed by Assemblywoman uh, Tremaine, I hope I'm saying her name right, Tremaine Wright, um, and it's also being introduced in the state of New Jersey by Senator Sandra Cunningham. So um, it's definitely getting some traction. Um, there's a whole website on it, and of course it's in our show notes, but just some of the supporters I wanted to highlight of the legislation include, this isn't, there's a laundry list, but some of these include the American Academy of Pediatrics, the California Employment Lawyers Association, the California Teachers Association, which is like their union, and you know, they are very large in numbers, um, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, uh, Service Employees International Union, that's SEIU, another big union, and interesting enough, Dove. Not canceled, Dove. <laughs> well, oh, did we cancel Dove? As, well, they did. I don't know. The, the kids out there in the Twitterverse or whatever. Oh, they had canceled them? Remember, mm. like, way, was it? Yeah, it was way back. Oh, we did. Like, Early, maybe last year or something well, like that. that was like, with look. the soap, with the soap. So what? Oh, with the yes. Now that you said the soap, even though I know what Dove is, yes, I'm like, obviously, uh, duh. But well, I just obviously. wasn't remembering yeah. this. Yes, yes, yes. So, dove, them Dove. De- yeah, that but, Dove. But you know what? They need to get our coins back. So, so yeah. So and they partnered they to- up with like an African, prob- predominantly African American, um, marketing firm, of course, um, man. called Joy Collective. That been kind of helping them do better things. Damage control? Very much so. Um, but this kind of was very interesting that I know is that they technically are the only corporation that is a supporter of this act. Per, that's listed. That's yeah. listed. I'm sure that there are others, but that's that was listed on the website. And I thought it was very interesting that I, as I looked at the list, there are two big unions besides your everybody's black organization because when you look at it those unions you got to look at the percentage of african-americans that are part of those unions mm-hmm. i know living in new york seiu is huge you know especially mm-hmm. in the city i can only speak for you know within the five boroughs i can't can't speak of upstate new york they're huge mm-hmm. so if they're not supporting anything that represents black and brown folks um yeah them folks is going to turn on you and you will probably lose about 85 percent of your um, membership. Yeah, and I know that's thing an with arbitrary the number I'm throwing out there, but no, they're, yeah. lo- they're they're going to you have lose a foothold. A, they have foothold yeah, in the yeah. in the state in the states or in the in the yeah, boroughs. Yeah. Exactly, they're going to lose a significant amount. You know, that's it's not a good look for them to not do that. So, and I mention that because you know when we look at legislation, it's good to see who's backing it. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure, historical perspective and just to kind of give folks like, oh, who's who's helping write this law? And and to me, it just know? it even even boggles my mind that we even having this kind of discussion. Ooh. You know, like where are we? You know, why what? why are we even here at this point? Having this discussion. Well, laws are created because, but let's just be honest, people ain't acting right. That's why laws are created. Duh. 
So people ain't acting right on in regards to the hair. Mm-hmm. So now we got to create a law on it. Just like, you know, I know it's a different topic, but just like what, Oregon passed the law about, you know, if you call, do a crazy phone call to 911, you're going to be in trouble. Well, yeah, because people, like you said, yeah, people they ain't acting right. right. Yeah. And going back to my topic, you know, this probably is a long drawn out um, stem from like the military ban, like which was I don't I can't even remember when that military ban um was in place and then mm-hmm. it was re, you know and and then they got lax about it but then it was like you know brought back to the forefront you know what I mean it's, and I can't say folks wasn't acting right in the military cuz mili- I mean there's so much more at stake for you to even do a little bit of something out of what they want out of their rigorous but, yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. I can't I can't even say that you know folks were not acting right in the military for them to um you know create that kind of um situation situ- a policy a you policy know, for, yeah. for the military but I mean in terms of like why we're even at this point is because we have way too many people think that it's critically okay to sit there and say you know what we're not hiring you even though you are fully qualified if not above qualified went through everything to get this job. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Your hair, which has nothing to do with what about the work you're about to do. I will also say, and we're we're talking about it from a workplace standpoint. Yeah. But like I mentioned in the topic, we have schools, you know, elementary yes. and colleges. I hate, I hate to talk bad about my alma mater. You know oh, you I mean? oh okay. What what? what you but say, there yeah. was a time uh, for my listeners. You know, I am a graduate of Hampton University, and um, from what I hear, it's the only HU. But I don't. <laughs> of course, I mean, okay. come on, now. come on now. <laughs> anyway, had to get a round up. <laughs> um, but you know, for a time there was the business. You know, we have a business school, a very yeah. very um, well trained, well. Um, accredited business school and they they kind of did have a policy where they were not allowing um people to wear uh, locks oh you know things like that they they themselves had a hair policy too what yes so it'd See, be your I, went own to, people. I went to a pwi and i and it, don't even recall that even being a because i went to a business school mm-hmm. but I I don't remember even seeing a hair policy, but you know we we rolled school in flip flops and a, a surfboard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so still, you know, I in the college, but yeah, for, for and especially for that coming from an HBCU to yes. be very um, uh, rigorous, rigorous about yeah. about the policy, but it it will that particular situation will come back into play with the question I'll ask a little bit later. Okay, because I was about to ask you a question about <laughs> your, your guys' policy then. Okay. Oh, well, By I don't way, know because I didn't go to the business school, so, but oh, I do, but I do know, you know. Did it change? Can I ask that early on or do I need to wait? Wait. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that listener. See, I know the listeners were wondering too, but, so we gotta wait till later on. So, don't, don't fast forward and then try to jump back. No. Just keep going. Um, so, one of the questions that you posed was, how does this act translate to us as success in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in those quote unquote three states, it's I think fantastic. Clearly, um, it sets a precedent because, well, let me let me jump back even further because I worked in one of those states um, for quite a long time, and I didn't start wearing braids until I was an adult, 
And then I was a manager, but I still didn't wear braids for like a longer period of time. I'm in braids now more mm-hmm. now than I was then. I and and if, I was in weaves. I guess let me preference yeah. let, jump back in terms of saying what style. All right. Because the the whole situation is the the braids really I think. Yeah, the braids, the lock, and the, the locks. locks. Yeah, you know. I, it didn't go, I haven't gotten into locks, you know but what? I'm just saying, but yes, go ahead. And I think that goes into, and we've probably been a, been in Facebook groups or just talked about, talked to our girlfriends when we are new professionals. And I see this question all the time, usually from the younger, mm-hmm. from the younger folk, you know, asking like, okay, should I press my hair for this job interview? Should I wear a wig? Should I wear a, a, a rock of weave? And then like take it down once I get in, mm-hmm. you know, kind of deal. And I think it, it probably uh, stems from that um, feeling of making the other person comfortable with you? Yeah, because we have been pressed with what society has told us is professionalism of hair style. And professionalism of hair equates to um, a Western thought process. Well, I should say Caucasian, Mm -hmm. you know, let's be real, um, you know, set of hair and beauty standards because the others don't have to think about this right no no when you know what i mean like it's so back in a ponytail or whatever whatever Mm -hmm. whereas yes we go through a little bit more thought process of do i need to take down these braids do i need to just you know go in there with it like Mm -hmm. it's all it's a it's it's a traumatic stressful uh, it's stressful. stressful? It, it's, it's anxiety. It's anxious. Because you got to go pay for that. <laughs> well, not even go. But it's, yeah, it's yeah, yes. Like, yes. It's all the steps in there, right? And then what hairstyle do I get? Do I want to get the wheat? Like, it's a thing. I would be tight if I, you know, like literally two weeks ago, I got my hair braided and then I have a job interview and then I'm contemplating, like, should I take down these braids? But folks I'll- do. Folks have. Mm-hmm. And I know you're like in a different industry per se mm-hmm. in regards to like, but that that mantra, but I can yeah. But to even take that a step further, um, not only do we kind of have that internal angst about it, we mm-hmm. we also deal with the microaggressions of it. So of yes. course, all right, I'm in a different industry, but I even think about when I was doing my training. Okay. You know, one day I, and in my training, um, you know, I was I was one of I was the only you know black girl in a class of twenty two. Okay. So, you know, I'm getting these questions like, okay, well, Friday you had your hair in braids, like, you know, how did a week later now you have like this long weave, like what, like, like what? And then like on Tuesday, like you did you cut your hair, like, like with the braids, your hair, did you have did you cut your hair? Now it's like. In a little afro, like what is like what's going on? Like you know, they don't, yeah, they don't think, just think mess them mind all up. explosion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like their mind yeah, was mess blown. Them all up. I sure did, sure did. <laughs> so, but now, not even now, I personally look past that because I lived in a city where I saw professionals, you know, African American professionals donning all kinds of hairstyles. So it, I knew that I can be successful and and be all right. And I didn't. You know, you either had the weave or it was like your natural, you know, and you pressed it out. Yeah, I pressed it long. Or it was the af- like short afro. Mm-hmm. And typically it was the, those who had the short afro wore your 
middle to upper management African-American CEOs and whatnot. Or, you know, that that stature. Essentially, their money, because they couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) I mean... But it looked good, though. But it was always that um, demographic percent. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then us youngins at the time were the the weaves, Mm -hmm. or we were on the crack. Yeah. You know, the crack. Yeah. You know? So, Yeah. So, but let's, going back, how does that translate, you know? So, like you said, um, you so at one point, so then let me ask you this. Okay. So then, you know, at what point in your young professional life yeah. did you basically step out on faith and be like, I'm just going to do this and be okay? Like, what about it? What about you made you decide to go just ahead go and go in? the brave yeah. situation? Yeah. So, I worked... I, I, it was faith. It was the the person I'm with now mm-hmm. was like, oh, you never wear braids. Like, I don't understand. You're always like in a weave or your hair's pressed out. Like, I never see you in braids. So there was that. Um, and then I don't know why in my head I was like, well, okay, I'll try it. But I didn't try it while I was working for a particular company. Mm-hmm. That was more, I guess, higher ranked than another company that I then okay. started. I moved from that company to another company. And that company that I had moved on to wasn't necessarily of higher stature. Hmm. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, I guess I can do it. Like, I so had would it be more su- acceptable? Yeah. Like, I had, unfortunately, psychologically downgraded. Dang I associated... Dog. The hairstyle. I know I'm gonna get complaints, but you know what? At the time, I didn't know. Like, he was young. We I was learned. young and dumb. Yeah, all right? I was gonna so, say we 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 live and so learn. Save your save your tweets. We live and learn. That's thank all. you because folks don't don't come in my DMs. Um, I had equated it to that, mm. but then I said, you know what? It really doesn't matter. And then I started to see more of us. Get definitely through media. Definitely through just interactions with other people. Um. A lot of other friends that I had, they were end up being like lawyers and stuff, and they started wearing the braids. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it was like, oh, okay, well, if you doing it and you're a lawyer, okay. Like, you, oh, you in a courtroom like that? Okay, cool. Okay. You know what I mean? It was like my interactions with other of us. Yeah. And then um, pregnancy, um, I was rocking the braids because... Who got time for all that? Right. And then that just kind of carried into. Gotcha. I think I've done, since moving out here, I did a weave during the summer. I said, oh, no, we not. <laughs> Too hot <laughs> for all that. <laughs> so I haven't rocked, rocked a weave since then. Like, that was like six years ago. I haven't rocked a weave. Wow. Everything's right. been, like, I get. I'm just going to say braids. Because yeah, yeah. I've not done the locks yet. But everything's been either braids or just, like, natural Ish. All right, all right. So yeah, I think to share on my part, um, actually, I I was gonna say like if you see my little ID picture from grad school, I had braids in my hair from then, and I kind of went, I did on and yeah. off or whatever. But I actually started my professional career natural, like I okay. like like from the jump. Like I think more, it was more. Um, it wasn't me being resistant or anything. I think more it was like an existential thing. Like I was cutting my hair to to like uh, get rid of the negative energy that okay, I have from graduate school. I can see you doing that though. <laughs> and so that's why I was just like, and so that's 
so I, I actually, I didn't do a big chop. I did a gradual because I, I just didn't, you know, but. you Were were you scared or was it just like, oh. I did not care. Okay. I was at a, I was at my wits end, you know, by, by the time I graduated. <laughs> so it I was, was a like, release. But it, it was a release. So it that's wasn't what, anything regarding like so society I was say, norms. I went on a job interview. I was natural. I was just like, listen, you go, you just go. How get was this. the hiring panel though? Can I ask that? Man. But again, I'm a different industry. So, but I will say where not I yet. went Again, you know, very few African-American people even live there, you know, even worked there, you know. And so... Um, it's a little bit more forgiving. It was more... I would say, I think that forgiving, that's not the right word, but it... No one really cared. No one, yeah. No one I, cared. I didn't care what they cared, <laughs> what they cared about, and, you know, I guess... Um, or maybe they were just desperate, just that desperate oh, for somebody stop. that they just. <laughs> now you undervalue, marginalize your whole situation. I know, I know. But, you know, I say, yeah, I was like, I went, yeah, I sure did. And I came, I came up and through there. I started natural. I think about it like, yes, that was years ago. <laughs> wow. And I, I would say that was early 2000, mid 2000. So, I mean. I know. I say that likewise, to say, likewise. I, say, I, was I say like that to say, you know, like early two thousands for me too. You know, the 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 momentum of natural hair care had not like maybe it was just sprinkling in, but it you know the momentum yeah. wasn't there just yet. And but so, I also think what's available now versus what's available then in terms of hairstyles and how we rock them is yeah. totally different. Because I'm like, yeah, well, we, not totally different, but you know. It, it's no, different. the research behind it, because like I, I clap it up for my natural sisters who came through like in the '90s, where we didn't have any kind of, you know, YouTube, no nothing. I don't, I don't know what product y'all was using. Some, you know, yeah, some yo, soul no glow. I have no <laughs> idea, you know, and and kept it tight. Yes, and still some of them rocking it down. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, no, I, I agree. So, um, yeah, two different I, I, I definitely think, you know, how does it translate for mm-hmm. those, in, like I said, those in those respective states, it's like the quote-unquote, you don't have to give a fuck. No more. Mm-hmm. You know, someone, for someone to say or sit, sit across from you or on the phone with you, you need to change your hair, that's going to now bite them. They can't do that anymore. So let me ask you this then. But uh, the rest of us states need to start working on being better. Do you think hair and workplace success is generational? I think so. I think so. Because of like the accept the acceptance, um, or like yeah, just the acceptance what? of like the push, the push. I, I'm not. I shouldn't say the push for just the thought of keeping your hair relaxed. And being in corporate America, U.S. corporate America, it's, it's generational. It's generational. It's generational. You know, because I think like you know our black aunties, our mamas, and so forth, who were working mamas back in the sixties and the seventies, 
80s shirt. You know, it was it was a the creamy of, crack. And absolutely. They had that creamy absolutely. crack or, on dock or the hot cone. I was going to say, or the hot cone. Because look at Easter. Like, you know, we have the memes out there. You know, the, the Easter hot cone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. how you got your hair washed. You know, I I had a jerk curl when I was a kid. But I didn't have that jerk curl when I went to, to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it was different because you were a kid. Yeah. But otherwise, you it, it was, I mean, your hair was either braided as a kid. And then as you got older, oh, we flat iron. You know, what became for Easter became a five-day thing. Yeah, yeah. The relaxer. And, and I just easy. think, like, you know, our, our mamas and aunties and grandmas, they were they trying did. to use it to protect us, really, to help us assimilate and mm-hmm. get our checks, you know, without... You know, they've already lived through so much already. This was, yeah, the fact that you can even have a job. That you can even have a job in a corporate America, you know, in the office, upstairs, not, you know, in the basement, Mm -hmm. not being seen. In a whole separate building. Yeah, not being seen, you know. Um, And now now we've been seen, and now we're like, wait a minute, I don't need to look like that. I don't need to, right, right. What, What makes me look and feel better, right? That's not going to be a safety situation. Yeah. You know, it's not impacting anybody's safety. Yeah. And, you and, know? And, and, of course, you know, I think when I say statements like that, as far as, you know, our mamas and trying to help us assimilate, you know, we want to get angry or, or have a negative, negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to look that way because they're trying, they really were trying to protect us. Well, they only knew what they knew. Exactly. Exactly. So it so, was like, if we do this, at least that will help. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when we talk about, you know, going swimming. Yeah, that's still a big thing. <laughs> but, but it's the <laughs> yeah. same thing, right? It's yeah. the whole simulating like, okay, well, you know, do we get in the pool? If we don't, then, you know, if we do get in the pool, then what's the regiment afterwards? And I know it's still a big thing, but it was such a a thing then it's a bigger thing it's become mm-hmm. much more workable now because of all the different products and stuff we Are have you, do you want to say assimilation or is it more like um i don't want to say the psyche of embarrassment like it's both like to see your okay you're, you're emerging up out of the pool and now your hair is in this natural state like what are people going to think about me and how you know what I mean and I hear you but back then that was like oh my gosh here's an afro yeah whereas now we're like girl look at that afro go head on but generational it's still, but it's still nah I mean I think that but mindset, some of us you know I think maybe that's still 50-50 though you yeah. know what I mean because Although, we're, because we we're do still have, working through that yeah I was gonna say we, we, we do have some good you know uh, uh, swim caps though swim yeah. caps lace fronts that stay in place <laughs> that stay <laughs> down you wanna go 40 feet deep and come up the essence of technology I, and thank goodness for those who saw the need <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I'm just saying. Some, but folks, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't but know. Yes, that's why I say it's generational because some people had to see the need back then. 
in order to create the products that that, that we have now. Yeah. That's all. And then I was going to say, and then realize this is, you know, this conversation, this turn is literally maybe 60, 67 years old. 60, 60 years old, excuse me. But all the, the, a lot of the big changes have happened since we were kids. I know. That, later, actually, not when we were kids. Later. Like, yeah. So I was going to say less than, it's been less than 30 years. Yes. Where this, this big hair, you know, big revolution. Yeah, and, and, and hair improvements. I, I you know, I'm taking it too far by saying revolution. Well, <laughs> some like, of it is too. Like, mm. I mean, the act itself is, is it its own revolution. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think you know, how does this help us in succeeding in the workplace? You know, um, for those of us that are, that are not within those um, states that that have this act, um, I still don't think we the act the act itself these states don't need to have. But again, people ain't acting right. So they need to put something in place for people to act right. And for those states that don't have it, um, all right, if they see, you know, big places, New York, California, New Jersey, that is doing it, you know, do they have to, should should they even have to bring it to the floor or shouldn't they, should they just, you know, should should it just be kind of adapted just, in, I guess? You it know? should just like, be adapted in. Like, and I think you know it takes I mean? little things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for example, if you're on a hiring panel, you know, and the, the candidates left the room and the comments about this candidate are like glowing. And then somebody makes that off remark comment about, well, did you see her hair? Do people do that? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. All right. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I've and never been on a higher panel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so in that case, we, and those of you who are not, you know, of African-American nature and listening to our show, thank you. But those, we all need to go, hey, you know what? Her hairstyle don't matter. What matters is her credentials and what's on this paper and what she said she would be, a, he or she would be able to do for the job. We got we to gotta squash it. But we, as African-American women, have to squash it. Because sometimes we're the ones and, and that are stopping Sister Girl from getting a job because of that comment. And that, and to put in kind, I think that is also very uh, industry-specific. You know, like if I'm a, if I'm in the arts, right? okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm in the arts, more that's often than not, you're probably not going to get that question. Yeah, I'm referring yeah. to like like hard and fast, pharmaceutical, blue, white collar, white collar pharmaceutical companies. I'm yeah. referring to your hotel. Hotels have gotten a lot better. Oh wow! Because um, they used to not. Yeah, I mean, look at the airlines. Yeah, look at me. Look yeah. at the airlines, sis. Yeah, yeah. They right. was main stringent. You right? Look at me. You right? You right? And, you know, you look at some people's policies, you know, we talk about, you know, it does that happen? There are people, it ha- it's in their policies that they don't have to hire you or what you need to wear. Y'all need to start, re- start reading them policies and start or, questioning. Or your body type. I've seen it. Work for one. Huh? I've, oh. I've seen it. Yeah. Where it's written that you, like, your braids can't be a certain inside. Oh, y'all need to read your HR policies. Jeez, Louise. All right. And and if you receive an offer letter and you see that in there, scratch that out. Okay. That's just me, you know. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you don't have to, if you're, I wouldn't say necessarily being afraid of being vocal in front of other people, there's, you know, you can cross that, you know, go to your HR and have a one-on-one and go, why is this important? They only know what they know. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's been grandfathered in and they don't even know. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. That's just, you know, no and more se- no more thinking twice. No, no, you're right. You're right. And and bringing it back to the origins of our podcast, you know, what are we teaching our daughters and our sons, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, about their hair. You know, for one, I feel like I thought about, I, I thought about, um, a tweet that I I came across, no. um, you know, on 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 the media, on the you know, on social media, from a professional black girl, in which I actually follow. You know, I really I really oh, dig yeah. her, yeah. and to me, I dig her because she, hence the title, professional black girl. She highlights different professionals. Mm-hmm. She did highlight a speech language pathologist, um, <laughs> and but you know, we're just we're just out here. So a lot of you know different styles, hair, etc., body mm-hmm. types, just. You know, uh, representation, yeah, matters. colloquialism, our dialect, everything, but we're just professional. So, anyway, yeah, um, the tweet, well, I saw it on Facebook and it was a tweet. And so it essentially had um, her with her daughter and mm-hmm. she put her daughter in braids. And so she says, quote unquote, I have a hate hate relationship with braiding. <laughs> Not so much, you know, um, mostly because I suck at it. Uh, that's. Sis, I feel you. And I mean, hate braiding. But her daughter is graduating tomorrow. And as bad as I want to give her a blowout, I can't have my baby look back on photos seeing straight hair at all her important moments. Ooh. And so to me, I was like, dang, yo. Mic drop. I didn't even think about that. Like when you think about when you graduated, because I know when I grad, hell, when I graduated grad school, I had me, uh, I had the cream of crack. Oh, you did? I did. But then I'm, I'm literally, silent but literally I'm like back, a week why. a week later, I was just like oh, a week later. Energy, energy, you know, negative. Shave it off. So yeah. So when you and I, I want our listeners, our moms, when we were little, graduation, marriage, you know, school photos. School photos. How was your hair? I know all my elementary school photos, my hair were, my hair was straight. It was absolutely straight. High school, as I think about it, I'm like, maybe I revolutionized in high school. I don't know. <laughs> and then graduation day was like, great. Yeah. Um, so I had braids, you know, it was off and on in high school with braids or whatever, you know. I had the weave or I had yes. the Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, think about it. And so I was just like, oh, now I have a daughter and I need to be intentional about that. But it speaks to us, excuse me, mom, excuse me, it it speaks to us that we have this ingrained psyche that, you know, our important moments are associated with, our important, hair is hair. I mean, black women and hair, hello. Oh, yeah, I mean. But, you know, all of our important moments have been synonymous with straight hair. Yeah. You know, or not our natural hair or natural patterns or just whatever cool style per se well i'm looking more from a straight you know oh straight versus okay, yeah gotcha, natural yeah. man as i was like dang dog so you know what do we need to teach them we need to teach them that like you know you can still wear your hair natural mm-hmm. and and do that and i've seen it and like i said 
the momentum is here now, 2019, absolutely. Because I see, I see natural sisters, braided sisters all over. Doing especially a, a, graduation a judge, uh, that even though she's not a mom. I mean, shout out to and her. Let I me mean, tell you, look at me. And you talk about an important moment. So that's, that's what, what that, that, that was a thing that came to my mind. Boom. When you think about it from, no, put it in I know context. it's a professional no, I mean, level, but put it, let's put it in that's context. That's an important moment. Let's put it in context for I our know, listeners she, who haven't. Her parents were there. Her so, friends are there. She's being sworn in. And she, I want to say, I mean, pretty long braided hair, mm-hmm. at least major or a center part of her hair. And, but she, her sides of her head, or at least one side, was shaven, right? Or something like that. She wasn't sworn in. It um, wasn't a sworn-in ceremony? No, no. She presided over a high... So to put in context oh, for our Dallas, non-Dallas listeners, there is a, a young professional judge here um, in the city of Dallas who was presiding over a very high-profile case. And um, the verdict was coming in. And so, of course, you know, they, they videotaped the verdicts, you know, verdicts and so forth. And aside from the heinous crime that was committed... Girl, because ain't nobody was talking about that. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody was talking about that verdict. Heinous crime that was committed. All your comments was about sis's hair, her makeup. um, Oh, yeah, because her 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 lipstick. lipstick, Which was bomb. I mean, I mean, it was. I mean, she rocked (laughs) that. She rocked that. And she still does. And still does. And she's one that does change her look a lot, but it was what her, it was completely of a different look that they were ready for. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and not yes, that, I mean, exactly. Because when you think law, we're thinking law and people, hair, traditional, hair. a very traditional yes. look. look. And so we need to, and you know, and the comments were from all from all walks of life. Let's let's be real about that too. Y- yes, I mean, she got an overwhelming amount of support from our young sisters. But then there were some but, some of us. But our, it, our, sometimes our, it be our, our own people, our own people who you know. Male and female. Male and, right. Who felt like it is. What does like she think in, she doing? You know, this is not the club. This is a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what? Okay. But to stem from that, you know, once you actually did more research about this particular judge, she actually talks about hair and professionalism. Huh. She mentors young girls about that. So who would have thunk it? You know what I mean? Yeah. To 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 talk about debunking debunking these these stigma and stereotypes of how you should look and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to even a snippet of um, her sessions. And yes, in in 2019, there are still girls because she's mentoring high school girls, and the young girls are still talking like, I still have this fear about. You know, how I'm going to be portrayed, either in the classroom or what have you. And it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know. Which is another thing. What? In terms of what we're teaching our girls and boys. What? The classroom piece. Ah. Goes back to policies. Mm Mm-hmm. Many of y'all need to go and read and reread and question what's being written. Because there are some schools. There are some schools. That are teaching our children and has a policy stating what they cannot. Now, what they wear is, is, you know, that's up for debate. Your school is your school in terms of school uniform. 
But they're trying to loop in certain types of hairstyles as being unkept, unprofessional. And I'm referring to braids, locks. Yes. Haircuts. Haircuts. How the cut is, if there's a design in the haircut. No designs. Come on. But yet, but yet we want our children to be what? Creative. For my listeners, I turn to the side like girl y'all better y'all, y'all better read these policies and i was gonna say and 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 to be real be real i was gonna say now these aren't relegated to just um non-black uh schools you it's know all schools it's all schools and i'm talking international too because if i recall there was a south african yes. um, school yes. talking about you can't wear afro skills but those oh, them girls band together was just like, look, what you not going to do <laughs> is come into this here country. Here country and tell me I can't keep my hair in my natural state. You want me to be in the creamy crack? But it be your own people, so, you know? It be your own people. So, so that my our tangent on that <laughs> basically is to, you know, we really have to start evaluating yes. our own internal uh, biases, biases mm-hmm. on what hair should look like outside of our homes, outside of our small bubble. Yeah. You know, and, and, and be comfortable or try to be more comfortable in these hairstyles stepping out. Like I said, we talk about the judge, like, you know. She stepped out, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Oh yeah, I was I was busy like, well, who is girl's hairstylist? Because I need to know. Okay, let me okay. give her some more business. And even in her natural state, her hair is gorgeous. She, yeah, her. <laughs> that's why I asked about the hairstylist because I was like, she don't came with it. Like, and, and I still don't even know what the verdict was. But you know, it was guilty on all. Oh my god. <laughs> It was guilty on all counts. See, because that was Dude. the problem. We focused so much on life. What? That's what the that's what the ruling was. Life, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, I mean, I, but that's the point, though. It was just like Dude. everyone forgot about what was really supposed to have happened at hand. It was a it, it was it is a legit lifetime story crime. <laughs> Forensic file crime. Like, come on. And then you crime. <laughs> and y'all thought her hair was a crime. Like, come on. Y'all did too much. It was like, yo, what are we what is really going on in this world? But you know, that's how it is. So that's one thing. Of course, we talk about obviously with that case, representation matters. We mm-hmm. need to be bom- we need to bombard our children with all kinds of images. And I and I did put a little mm-hmm. quotation. We thank, you know, the Williams sisters for that. Ooh, Stepping yes. out, you know, way back when when they started and they had them little bees and out here shaking and whatnot. You and know everybody what I mean? came out with their bees. I want, you know. Well, not even that. It was just like, I see me because I'm like, I got beads too, mommy. You know? Yeah. And she played tennis. What is that? Oh, word. And word. And, and off that stem. I, I will say, I, I mean, it's not really the hair, but there's no way I'm bringing a tutu into the boardroom. But, you know, go ahead. Sweetie. But that's, that's also a. That that's a different conversation. <laughs> that is a you know issue of class. But anyway, yes, yeah, that's a, yes. a, of money power. Yes, to do but that. The, but yeah, but they also too consistently change their hair, and it is also themselves a topic every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but did you just see her whip up on old girl in like ten minutes? Right, never mind that. Never mind, like, how many times she don't want. But her hair is dope, though. And the fact that she was three months pregnant 
at the Australian Open and whooped up on a gal and got got won the award. Like, come and, on. And it was like, oh my bad, guess what? I'm pregnant. By the way. By the way. <laughs> I was a little tired today. <sighs> Baby making is draining. <laughs> like, in, in, I guess. Yes, indeed it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Had no excuses for me. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. I, I say that to say we have people who are leading the forefront to help, like, you know, help us across, as we talked about last time. This, sure. this is another re- this is another way. They're able to do it. Yes. Here's more fantastic examples of, you can do it too. You, this Look at that. She up there with exactly. the braids. Exactly. She up there with, the, you know, the various styles and the, the shade haircut and doing this and doing that, changing the color up. And so, and, and and we, as we mentioned as well, if you are part of, you know, a hiring board, you know, come really f- shutting down, mm-hmm. shutting it down, <laughs> shutting down the microaggression, mm-hmm. confronting those microaggressions, educating your fellow um, hiring colleagues. You know, do you have to be the, the 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 expert speaker on it? No, you don't. You know, you can easily be on some, you know what, that doesn't matter. Clearly, she uh, graduated summa cum laude. What, what is the problem? You know what I mean? Like, we need to redirect back to it. And, I mean, easier said than done, I'm, I, I will say, because— It takes a little time. It takes time. And then also, you know what— we're a good chunk of the time we're not on the hiring board. We're not there. We don't we don't have that seat at the table as as they say, you know, because we're mm-hmm. not up there. So it's like, how do we combat that? Well, stop letting them try to touch your hair. Well, that too. <laughs> like that too. No, you can't touch. Do we touch Susie's hair? Ugh. Don't ask me how long it took. I came to work on time, didn't I? We and you know, sis, we all have stories. I've got stories. I've been petted. I've been, I felt, you know, in class, like somebody tugging on something. It's like, yo, what is you doing? Ugh. Anyway. So teach your daughters. Don't let them touch you. Yes. Talk about physical boundaries. Yes. And even as moms, yo, be on some, and I know even if we are new moms, because I've, I, I sure did give somebody give give a give an older person a karate chop to the wrist one oh, day. Did. Yes, I did. <gasps> I sure did karate chop, and I did the. I, I had my at the time it was just one. It was my son, and I did the the stroller swerve. Like, what is you doing? Like, <gasps> like lady, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Don't touch. I don't know you. I don't know what your grubby hands been doing. So speaking of sons, yeah, what are we teaching our sons as acceptable beauty? You want to tell them? Well, I think I think we really have to allow our sons to hear us. Because a lot of times we give each other compliments. But if you have a son, definitely take that little extra time if you can. Or, you know, if you do see another lady who has like a rock and a, a great hairstyle, try to let them know so it, while your son is in earshot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that too allows them to see how beauty is diversified for in sure. us for sure in us um and that beauty isn't just one type you know or that you're not complimenting just one type of hairstyle i kind of going back to what you said about like all the special moments were with straight hair don't let them see you compliment someone that only has straight hair if you see a great style on one lady and then another lady has a whole different hairstyle 
ain't nothing wrong with you complimenting her mm-hmm. in front of your son. Sure. Um, I often <laughs> take down my hair, <laughs> not necessarily in front of my son per se, but he'll see it in that transition mode from like braid to like, oh, you're in natural state, but mm-hmm. what you doing, mom? And he <laughs> still says, he goes, oh, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I'm like, you. That's why you At first quick. I had to like, and I was like, Oh, you just be not okay because you know kids they ain't lying to you. They, I they, know. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks, son. Like oh, you are the so greatest. Like, son. That made me feel good right now. But you know what? But that also lets him know as he gets older and he gets a mate. You know what I mean? He's a, mm-hmm. he is a real one. You need me. You need me help you take down your braids. Yes. 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 Don't cut my hair though. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut the piece, but you just unbraid. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. But definitely. And then show them how to be advocates, as you were mentioning before, like against the microaggressions. I think with with our sons, you know, if you see a girl, you know, getting bullied about her, especially like, you know, I'm going to say like the pool situation. Help combat that. Help, you know, hey, her hair looks great. You go, girl. <laughs> I see, you know, like be the anti like be a champion mm-hmm. teach them to be champions too don't let them you know let the bullying continue um what are your thoughts no pretty much same yeah. same i agree with it all in addition um i will also add just a little tidbit yeah in addition to complimenting the diverse hairstyles you also want your your child to compliment the diverse physical features of oh, a woman yeah. nice that's it, nice. you know, because what we, you know, we'll see um, columns online like the 12 most beautiful black women, you know, in in, a, in the world or whatever. And they all kind of look the same, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as physical features mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. things like that, they essentially look the same. But, you know, if you you grew up, you know, in a different area, you know that, you know, the around the way girl, quote unquote, is just as pretty, you know, as as the, mm-hmm. you know, black model-esque model. They're both beautiful, by the way, just to clarify. But, you know, these non-traditional features that you like, you know, yep. that we see as beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, every, uh, what was it? Maybe it was like the Today Show where they um, talked about like the most beautiful person has like this angle of a nose and this um, amount of space between the eyes and and this width of lips or whatever. And this is. And we didn't cancel the Today Show? Uh, We, we, uh, but again, you know, they, it's the Today Show. So they're catering to not me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not me. And so, you know, not that we didn't cancel them. We was just like, bye. Okay. <laughs> you know, we was just like, bye. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, well, all right. So compliment, you know, have your sons compliment um, something else, a physical feature. And uh, not their ass. Excuse me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Try, try it, mom. Try it. <laughs> boys will but be that, boys. Yeah, that too. Well. I shouldn't say it. That but that, that's all I have to add. Lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, I must say, I love the fact that in this day, that we're in this day and age, that we are able to really mix it up mm-hmm. on hairstyles. And I kind of mentioned this before, um, that there's just such an abundance of product and um, product lines. And I mean, just, I, I don't think we had this many type of hair care product lines when we were kids. 
but nowadays, and then now we in Target and want, you know what I mean? Like, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we're not like a full two rows or barely yeah. a full row, but <laughs> I mean, we three quarters. <laughs> But no, you know no, what? But about, also, and, and to think but about at least that, we are three quarters. Like, think about it. Like, I'm happy for the fact that there's like mm, top to bottom shelf. The, the the caveat to that is that a lot of the bigger companies try to capitalize off of you know the black hair care. And are we gonna talk about Shea Moisture? <laughs> like Shea Moisture didn't it start out as a a black? Uh, oh, you don't think about her, um, I'm thinking like Carol's uh, daughter. Carol's daughter's black. She's yeah, black. But that's, I'm thinking, by, that's been bought out. It, oh, yes, it has. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm thinking the ones that originally were white and then, you know, they had the. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, can, the, can, the off, the Cantu? Cantu? Really? Really? I don't know. Look at me. It's too many to count out here in the world. There's a lot. That's my point. Um, who yeah. else? There's it's right on the tip of my tongue. That's oh. like traditionally like white and a like Pantene. Uh, I was thinking, I was like, I know it starts with a P, but I, I can't know, think I was of that. Like, I almost said Palmolive. Like that didn't even make no sense. So that's why <laughs> that's I didn't so, say it. That's hair like, wash. That's my point. I was like, it starts now with it, a P. Unless they throw shea butter in there, then I'll be like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, girl, wait. They might. But yeah, Pantene is one of them. So, yes. uh, you know, they... they Vidal Sassoon. Do they have a black side? Like, no, they, I feel like they tried to appeal at one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But oh. yeah, this, there's too many that try to capitalize off of our dollars. And, and, and they do it successfully, you know. Yeah. There's probably somebody out there who buys Pantene. I don't know. Who wants this? Probably just turned off the whole... <laughs> So she's like, like fuck these bitches. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what she did. I just bought some. <laughs> Sorry, sis. Uh, we didn't mean we, you. We love you. We still. didn't. We didn't mean you. Nah, but yeah, you're right though. <laughs> and and you know, I think there there just needs to be a little bit more stylists handling you know natural hair. Um, I don't think that there's, I don't think there's enough women. And I mean, I, I wish I could technically invest in um, black beauticians, but I think sometimes that there's more of the weave and the braids and not enough on the West Coast. Let me preface oh, okay. that. because I'm like, because, girl? Oh, I forget she's an East Coaster, y'all. I'm like, what do you... What but do you, you s- know, on the West Coast, there's not that many... Like, I don't think there's a di- enough diversification of style beauticians. All right. Than there are on the so, East Coast. and with that being said, I mean, but y'all, you know, y'all can, y'all can, no, nah, I was gonna say, and holla and and and, and let here's folks the thing, know you there. but here's the thing though, with that, as far as beauticians, mm-hmm. you know, to me, and I'm only speaking anecdotally, you know, the black beauticians are learned to style all types of hair, yes, whereas the white beauticians are only some. I don't want to generalize. For the most part, are trained to talk to to um, certain work types. their hair, yeah, and not cross over. So the expectation for us is to cross over, but there is no expectation for them to cross over. Very true. But I was referring to understanding the natural, like working with natural yes, products. Same. That's all I'm saying. Natural products, yeah. natural hair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and and then my my other thing I wish we would do more of, and you know, I feel like that's the next. I feel like the next thing is owning our own hair care stores. Yeah, owning. Yeah, try us trying to own a business. The yeah, hair business. The hair it's business. Hard, it's hard. It's hard. Outside, outside of you know, you know, having a wig line or something like that. Yeah. 
So if you're interested, we might be able to try to, you know, connect you with other people. I was going to say, connect me. <laughs> no, I well, can't. there's one in Arlington. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're different. Uh, if you're listening. Splits, you know, pockets yeah. of folks. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but I feel I like, it. you know, while hair can be defined, and for the most part, hair can be defined and refuted as a personal choice matter, right? Very true. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Um, it can't be for us as black women. It's just not. <laughs> It's just not, you know what I mean? Too much of it is tied into our survival and our livelihood Mm -hmm. to comfort to white and white adjacent populations, you Mm -hmm. know, to be comfortable in the, for them to be comfortable in our space. What the hell am I just saying? But, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you. You know? So, you know, I I do like, like I said, you know, we're breaking that stigma. We're, We're revolutionizing, you know, what it means to be professional, what it means to be in corporate America spaces and being our natural, authentic self, mm-hmm. unapologetic self, as mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're definitely not wanting to be in that space to gain acceptance because we can survive in our own enclaves. True. We can. So. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, Well, on that note, mm-hmm. please check out additional resources and links in our show notes, including more information about the Crown Act and how you can sign the petition um, and get more information on, um, you know, how you can incorporate that in your workspace and your children's school. Um, definitely check out additional information about our topics as well as future ones as well. Let's continue the conversation through our listener comments and questions. Find us on Facebook. Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And you know what? You can also email us on at mahoganymomology at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Mel. And I'm Tosh. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Momology. Bye-bye.